everybody, welcome back to the heavy metal edition of the Minority Sports Report. I am your boy, Big Black. And, uh, oh, Scheme Dollars on the phone. Um, we will be giving out a digital copy of Slipknot's newest album, We Are Not Your Kind. Uh, that's a track that's playing right now. There's going to be a track at the end of this shit that's also Slipknot. And then the following week, possibly, we will have a Alita Battle Angel digital code giveaway as well. So make sure you stay tuned. Keep your fucking ears plugged into your earbuds or however the fuck you listen to this shit. And uh, yeah. So heavy metal edition. We're going to start with baseball because baseball's metal as fuck. Rice game. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, there are a lot of games going on right now. Oh, yeah, we are also recording uh, way earlier than we normally do, but shit happens. So, Red Sox are getting their asses kicked right now by the Orioles. Six to two, top of the fourth. Yeah, at home, too. Yeah. That's, that's tough. Right. Um, last I checked, Red Sox were in third place, but that was like two weeks ago. So let me pull up the standing. Oh uh, yeah, this they're still in third, but they're like super far back. Way third. Okay. Well, I'm gonna start with this National League. Uh, Do it. We don't give a fuck about the National League. Dodgers. Yeah, Julian's not on the show, so nobody gives a fuck. Right. Exactly. Fuck you, Julian. <laughs> All right, NL West. Union, no DH. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, the National League West. Dodgers in first place, 82, 43 losses. Giants in second place, 63 wins, 61 losses. 18 and a half games behind the Dodgers. And Julian's beloved Rockies are sitting in last place in the West, 56 and 67. A full 25 games behind as of this recording. I mean, it's not looking much better for the Red Sox. We'll get there in a second. Now. Hey, Rockies. Rockies look at a three-game winning streak, though. Oh, nice. So there's... See, Julian? Don't, don't be all mad. You fucking... <laughs> no, <laughs> Only uh, 25 games back. Not that bad. Who are you talking about, bro? Holy. But, in El Central, <laughs> we got the Cardinals in first place. 67 wins. Excuse me. 64 wins and 57 losses. And the Cubbies are tied for first place with them. 65 wins and 58 losses. I'm assuming the Cardinals beat the Cubs, which is why they're technically sitting on top. Um, and then we have the NL East, the Braves. First place, 73, 52 wins. National, 66 wins and 56 losses. Five and a half games back. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the Dodgers have the best record in baseball right now before I even check the rest of the standings that is not true oh i see why fucking assholes all right in the west they do well in the nl they do no they do in the nl but it's it's been between the the two teams that we're going to talk about in a second uh al west astros 78 46 second place athletics 71 and 52 six and a half games back al central the twins are in first place 75 wins 48 losses Indians, second place, 73 wins, 51 losses, two and a half games back. And the best league, the American League, East, 
with the baseball best record as of right now, Yankees in first place, 83 and 42 wins, with the Rays second place, 72 and 52, 10 games, excuse me, 10 and a half games back, and the fucking Sox, 66 and 59, 17 games behind those Yanks. Damn. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. Wild card? Wild card, anybody? I mean, they're still, what, six, six and a half games back in the wild card? Oh, is it really? I, I don't have the wild card um, standings open. Yeah, yeah, six and a half right now. Damn. Uh, Oakland's only a game, uh, half game behind. Damn. So. So it's looking we'll like the champs might not even make it to the playoffs. Might no, not. I doubt it. I've, I've abandoned all hope for these motherfuckers, man. <laughs> Every time, the few times that I've watched games this season, I've been super disappointed. So it's like, why bother? Nah. Yeah, there's not a lot of games that come on out here. Um, but when I do watch them, they usually end up winning. Except for those Yankees games that were in England. That was uh, that was weird. But Yeah. Baseball. Um, any? Let me see. Any major baseball news? Is... <clears throat> Nothing that I care about. all right um nfl i got some nfl news jay-z partnered with the national football league basically his job description is i'm the dude that's gonna make y'all be less racist um and (laughs) and people are pissed off official job title no that's not his official job title but that's basically (laughs) what it is (laughs) um and he's also going to get a majority ownership in a team, I believe. Oh, he, shit. Majority ownership? Yeah. Majority ownership. Oh, I heard he was getting some stakes. I didn't think he was going to be a majority owner. Yeah, the shit that I read not too long, it was about 45 minutes ago, said that he's an unspecific team. He will have a majority shareholder, like a majority ownership. Interesting. In. So I'm like. Who do, you, who do you think it's going to be, the Jets? It's got to be some New York team. If it's Jay-Z and he has his way. Like it's gotta Jets be something. The Giants. Yeah. That's what I would I assume. See, I don't I wouldn't put my money on the Giants. My money would be the Jets. No, that's what I'm saying too. I don't see the Giants. I would see the Jets. Um but fuck man, you never know, bro. He could fucking put money in the Miami Heat for all I don't know. Miami Heat? You mean the Dolphins? Sorry. Fuck. I was thinking of the Brooklyn Nets. That's why I was thinking <laughs> I said basketball fucking team. God damn it, yeah, the Dolphins. Yeah. So yeah, that shit's crazy. People are pissed off. Not everybody. But, you know, um, a lot of black celebrities are like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? How are you going to talk shit and then join and sleep with the enemy? Because I think those people are missing the big picture. Yes, it's hard to swallow because of what he stands for and what he did. But first and foremost, jay Z's about making fucking money. Don't forget that shit. So that's why yeah, he's doing and, it. And with the majority ownership, I mean, he'll be in those owners meetings. So exactly. He'll have to say. So he'll be in those meetings, um, and he it's it's changed from within. That's the big picture. Yeah. That's the other thing. Jay-Z's always been a big picture guy. Um, you can't have change unless you put somebody in a position to change it, and that's what Jay-Z did. He basically bullied himself into the NBA, NFL, something that Donald Trump wishes he could do. But Jay-Z's in there. People are pissed. I think it's a great move. Um, I think only positive things will come from it. There will be more, you know, people of color involved with shit and you know the league will be less fucking racist because they have to be tight do you think cap will get a job soon 
because of this? That's the big question. <laughs> um, I, I seen shit that he's work. He's still working out and shit in, in hopes of getting a job. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's any interest in him. So they asked. Uh, Jay Z's response to that was, "We're past kneeling. It's time for action." And that's what he kept saying. So you can read into that however you want. You it could be nice read. deflection. It is a great deflection, but it could also be it could be like. You know, fuck that kneeling shit. We're gonna sign him, or I'm gonna sign him to my team. Like, who the fuck knows, man? Who knows? Who knows? Point is, Jay Z's making power moves again. People are mad again, but whatever. I think this is great for everyone who's not white, and including white people. It's great for everybody. It's great for everybody. It's great for the other NFL news regarding the Patriots. Flash fucking Gordon is back, baby. It's tight. Yeah. What happened? I said Josh Gordon's back. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did. It, it kind of cut out there at the end. I didn't hear what she was saying. I thought ah, you were yeah, going to continue. My, that's my bad. I screamed, so that could have been all fucking. But yeah, Josh Gordon's back um, with the Patriots. He was reinstated, conditionally reinstated. Over the weekend, um, Bill Belichick's Bill Belichick released a press conference, a press statement about it, and then after the preseason game, which they beat the Titans twenty-two to seventeen, not that it really matters. Uh, some reporter asked him, "Is like, hey, uh, Bill, you know, with Josh being back on the team, do you have anything to say about it?" He said, "No, that's why I released the statement this morning, and then like left." So, <laughs> Bill's ready for the season. Can't yeah, wait. Belichick being Belichick. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. so I, I, I know you don't hear it because you're out there in Colorado, but here the the local media out here in Boston, they have this thing uh, in the, this radio station. Every time Bill has one of his patented comments, that you remember that scene from uh, Goodfellas? Go get your fucking shine box. <laughs> they keep playing that shit every time he does some stupid ass comment. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, that's fucking great, bro. That's great. They would never do that on the radio out here. Well, yeah, obviously they bleep it out, but no, 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 I understand that, but I mean, like, just the way they be talking shit about people. Well, yeah, it's one, it's one of those like risque morning shows that they have, so it's it's pretty entertaining. Yeah, as far as I know, those don't exist in Colorado. You say like "goddamn" uh, on the radio, and people like lose their shit out here because you know there's only a certain type of people who still listen to the radio. Yeah, only in Colorado, but. I digress. Um, do you, anything else you want to touch on with the uh, NFL? Uh, well, we, did, did we, we didn't touch about uh, Cedric Benson. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That shit is like the bulletin. Like, I'm looking right at it. And I don't know how. I just, I guess my mind was preoccupied. Um, but, yeah. go uh, Cedric Benson, ex bengal do you know what, what college he played for? It was ex Bengal, ex uh, Longhorn, I think it was. Oh yeah, you're 100 yeah, percent right. Yep, yep. It was a little, yep, yep. Uh, he Cedric Benson, age 36, died in a car, uh, excuse me, motorcycle accident. I think not too long ago, like this morning or something, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, in accident Saturday night. Oh, and apparently he crashed into. Oh, I don't know who crashed into who, but apparently it was him versus a minivan. Oh, 
God damn. God so damn. One article I'm seeing says. Yeah, I'm looking at the ESPN right now. It just says uh, he had died in a motorcycle crash in Texas. Damn, man, 36. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. He's fucking year older than me. Right, that's what I'm saying, then. That's what I'm saying. Like, that is, that hits home. Um, oh, damn, this on fire and everything. Holy shit. Oh, damn, for real, it was like that. Yeah, apparently the minivan caught fire. Cops also oh. say speed and poor visibility were factors in the crash. Good God damn, that's awful. Yeah. yeah the cops are saying he slammed into the minivan. Man. Man, that's rough. This is according to TMZ, of course, but. Yo, TMZ be on point, though. Yeah, shit, that's crazy. Which is crazy as fuck. They're more reliable than a lot of places yeah. now. Apparently, it was around 10 p.m. last night, fuck. Saturday night. Oh, shit, and he posted something my Saturday evening. He posted a picture of his BMW motorcycle. <laughs> Man. Man, you just never know, bro. That shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. Love your, loved your loved ones. Love your haters. Just, just life is too short. Life is too short. I've had a personal tragedy, if you want to call it that. You know, um, so just, 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 just love everybody. Just be cool and love everybody. ELE to throw it to sports. Everybody love everybody. Jesus. But yeah, that's tragic, man. That's tragic as fuck. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Rest in peace, Cedric Benson, um, NFL player. I mean, I never heard anything awful about him while he was playing. So, I don't think he was a terrible person. Any of you was, this is not the time or the place for it. Well, according to this article, he has some drunk driving, but, I mean, yeah, that's not like he beat anybody. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we've all driven drunk. Yep. Man. Man, man, man. That's yeah. sad. It is sad. It is sad. Um, but we're going to... Truck it along, just keep it moving. Um, what happened with the UFC? Ah, so, uh, well, before we get into last night's UFC 241, uh, last week's uh, UFC Uruguay, uh, I don't know if you remember, Mike Perry had a pretty, pretty solid war. Uh, fuck, I can't even remember who he was fighting, but. And then, oh, uh, Vincente Luque, Luque, uh, he got his fucking nose destroyed. Mm. Like, his nose was, have you ever, have you seen Artie Lang's nose recently? Yeah. Holy yeah, fuck. Yeah, his nose, his nose was like that. It yeah. was fucked. Uh, he had to stay in Uruguay to get emergency surgery before he could even leave. Holy and, um, shit. I heard, uh... Dan Hardy on Joe Rogan's podcast talking about it because he was the he was the announcer out in Uruguay for that event. He said he was he stayed a little later and he was on the same plane as Perry coming back and he said his face was still all fucked up, swollen, and all kinds of shit. So his eyes were basically swollen shut. He didn't even know how he was able to see anything. Uh, but Mike Perry came out and said that he's behind on his taxes and he only has six dollars in the bank. What? Yeah, so he has 11 fights in the UFC, 6 wins, 
four post-fight bonuses, including the one he got last week for that uh, fight of the night with Vicente Luque. Um, so he says he got 58k to show. Uruguay took 17 of that, and then 15% goes to his management and his team. 15? Yeah. So yeah, he's uh, he's hurting for money right now. Um, hopefully he can put together some kind of appearances or, or some seminars or some shit to make a little bit of extra money because he's going to be out for a while with that fucked up nose is. Wow. 15%. Holy shit. Yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, just another insight to the, the tough life of being a fighter, especially in the UFC. Not much money to be made if you're not one of the, the big draws. Right. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy uh, so yeah hopefully you can uh, get some help to keep him afloat for a little while um, in other news you and I have more money in the bank than a UFC fighter right now that's crazy yeah wow sadly yeah that's fucking crazy alright sorry no 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 uh, in other news video surfaced Conor McGregor being a complete asshole <laughs> for real what that's a dick pretty sure I reported about this back in April when it happened mm-hmm. I mean, you did. it was reported on he, um, he got in a fight uh, well not in a fight but he apparently punched somebody in a bar in Dublin video has surfaced where it, it's an old man uh, so what happened is McGregor comes in to a bar in Dublin he starts lining up uh, cups everybody at the bar for his uh, proper 12 whiskey uh, one guy he puts the cup in front of him he gives the cup to the bartender. Um, so McGregor sees that, puts another fucking cup in front of him, and he does the same. Mm-hmm. So then McGregor and everybody takes his shots at the bar. As soon as McGregor's done taking his shot, he pops his dude in the face with a left hand. Um, two dudes who were there with McGregor instantly like grabbed him and rushed him out of the bar. Yeah. Uh, no arrests have been made, and police say they're still investigating fucking however many months later from incident in April but uh yeah just Conor McGregor being a shithead like always yeah I saw I saw a meme it was like <laughs> maybe uh the that old guy's generation should have been the UFC fighters cause they were like you know, he just ate that punch and just kept drinking oh yeah he did yeah he kept <laughs> drinking and shit and Dana White came out and tried to like kind of brush everything off he was like it's a fucking bar double and everybody's punching everybody in the face I'm like not really bro yeah. You right. still don't punch an old man in the face because he didn't want to drink your whiskey. Right. That's so fucking dickish. He could have been smashed and he didn't want to drink anymore. You don't know the fucking incident. Right. Incidences, you know? Right. Just Connor showing again. He's an immature asshole with too much money. Yeah. He would have popped me in the side of the face because I don't do shots. Yep. And I don't do whiskey. So we would have been fighting. Yeah, that too. I don't do whiskey and I don't do shots. So he would have fucked me up. We would have been fighting, dog. And that nigga would have got sued. There would have been no investigation. <laughs> like, I'm would have been crying. You're my birthday twin. Why are you punching me? Like, how much you want to sue him for? 500000 Nope. 50% of his motherfucking Irish brand whiskey. Word. And nigga, my, making money on that. my kids will be rich. Your kids will be rich. Everybody. Yo, let's go to Dublin and look for Connor and refuse his shots, bro. <laughs> nah, I'd still probably fanboy out. No bullshit. But nah, well, I'm not yo, you're a shithead, but uh, I fucking respect the shit out of you. Can I get you out again? Uh, but yeah, so UFC 241 
happened in Anaheim last night. Anaheim, and, California. Yeah, this fucking car lived up to the hype. Uh, I mean, there there was a bunch of decisions, but there were still great fights. Um, the only one that was kind of a iffy fight was the, the first fight on the main card. It was Derek Brunson versus Ian Heinish. Uh, I mean, this one it was just all Brunson. So, I mean, it wasn't very action-packed. It was just Brunson dominating, getting the unanimous decision win. Uh, then in the next fight, we had Gabriel Benitez versus Sadiq Youssef. Uh, Yusuf ended up winning this one by TKO uh, with punches in the first round. With less than a minute, Yusuf was able to counter Benitez with a right hook that dropped him. And then he just kind of dropped punches on his face until the refs saved him. Uh, so it was a big win for the Nigerian fighter. I don't think, did he call anybody out? No, I don't think he called anybody out after that. Uh, in one of the fights I was looking forward to, Yoel Romero versus Paulo Costa. These two dudes are fucking... They look like Jack superheroes. They're fucking <laughs> huge. Um, and th- this one, it was, it went to decision, but it was entertaining as shit. Like, these two, these dudes were wild, dropping bombs on each other, rocking the shit out of each other back and forth. Uh, Costa was able to win the unanimous decision. Um, a lot of people were booing that I, mean, I don't I wouldn't say it was a bad a bad decision but um, it was close uh, but Costa ended up taking that one still a hell of a fight um, and I believe he's still undefeated too yep 13 yeah. and 0 yeah Costa's still undefeated uh, I think that's Yoel's maybe third or fourth loss fourth you got it um but yeah, I mean, for a fucking 40-something-year-old still doing his damn thing in the UFC, that's not bad. In uh, the co-main, it's the return of the Stockton bad boy, Nate Diaz. Uh, fucking him versus Anthony Pettis. This shit also went to decision, but it was a great fight. Uh, Diaz, it was his first fight since losing to McGregor in, that, in their rematch three years ago. And no signs of ring rust. It was the same Nate Diaz doing his damn thing, fucking up Anthony Pettis with his boxing. <laughs> Smoking CBD joints, nigga. Yo, that shit was fucking hilarious, dude. Lighting up during the open workouts. It was fucking great. And he said he had his THC joints ready to go for after the fight. My guy. I missed that part. So that, after that fight, dude, he called out... Um, Jorge Masvidal, yeah, who's coming off a big win, and if that fight happens, that fight is gonna be entertaining as shit. I I really hope they put that fight together because uh, that shit will be amazing. Um, and then in the the main event, we had Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Miocic too. Uh, Stipe hasn't fought since he lost the belt to Daniel Cormier 13 months ago, mm-hmm. um, and he got his belt back. Uh, Steve Bay won by TKO punches in the fourth round. Uh, the first three rounds it was basically all DC. Uh, I, I gave DC all three of those rounds. Uh, Steve Bay was landing shots, but Cormier was countering with what seemed to be bigger, more significant shots after that. Uh, he was able to get one of his high crotch, fucking let me flip you in the air kind of 
kind of throws that he's known for. Yeah, yes, I saw uh, but that. Still, in the when the fourth round, um, his uh, before the fourth round, Steve Bay's coaches were calling for adjustments using his footwork and his boxing, and he did. He made those adjustments, used his footwork to get out of out of certain spots that DC was looking for. Started using his uh, body shots, left hooking the shit out of DC's body, and DC was wincing. So I mean that's never good. Uh, then late in the fourth, Stipe caught DC with another left hook to the body, and then a one-two combo, uh, finishing it with a, a right hand over the top that rocked DC, sending him backing up against the cage. And then Stipe just started raining shots on DC until the ref stopped it. Um, yeah, it was a pretty brutal knockout. Uh, well, it's TKO, but still, still yeah. a knockout. Yep. Um, so Stipe is now tied for second most wins in a UFC heavyweight championship fight. Uh, so he has five wins. He's tied with Tim Sylvia, which is kind of surprising. That, that is crazy that. as shit. Holy Tim Sylvia fuck. had that many wins. Wow. I guess we didn't appreciate Tim Sylvia when we were watching. <laughs> yeah, for real. Holy shit. Well, it was also a different time that Tim Sylvia was dominating it. Yeah, but still, like I didn't, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Holy yeah, shit. and, and um, the leader in those wins is Randy Couture. He has six. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, honestly, I see Steve Bay getting at least one or two more successful title defenses before anybody has a chance of beating them. Um, but we'll see. Um, and also another weird fact that I seen: Steve Bay is only the fourth fighter in UFC history to recapture the heavyweight belt. Really? Yeah. So it was Cain Velasquez. Fucking Tim Sylvia and Randy Couture and now Stipe. Huh. Some good company, man. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, UFC 241. Uh, oh, well, after the fight, um, during his post-fight interview, Rogan brought up. Uh, I guess DC was talking about retirement, possible retirement, and he got DC got kind of emotional, saying that he got to talk to his wife and shit and, and see what's what. Um, so, I mean, I, my guess was that if he was going to win this fight, he was going to fight John Jones at light heavyweight and then call it a wrap. But now, I mean, do you, do you want to go out on two straight losses? Because I don't see him beating Jones again. Yeah. Beating Jones at all. So, I mean, it, it, I, my guess is that he's going to retire with the light heavyweight belt. And go to wrestling or start doing movies or something. Yeah. Why not join your boy Cain Velasquez who's out there fucking pretending to be a luchador? I didn't know that. That's fucking crazy. Oh, you know that? Yeah, he had his first, uh, Cain Velasquez had his first pro wrestling match and he was wearing like a luchador mask and shit. Wow. And then from what I heard, I didn't, obviously I didn't watch it, but from what I heard, he looked damn good. That's crazy. Good for him. But yeah, Yeah. that transition, man, it's there. And that's, to completely side rail this conversation uh, WWE and like wrestling in general they need real fighters um, because the current crop is whack and I follow their stocks and shit and their ratings and they are not doing well I mean they're still WWE but they're fucking hemorrhaging fans and viewers and money uh, well yeah they're losing money to New Japan yeah, and, um, AEW too. and that new AEW yeah yeah, I mean, but, uh, yeah, I that's mean maybe real the shit. competition will make them step up their their product. Steal some real fighters. 
Basically, they're trying to go back to their attitude yeah. type era, but still keep it somewhat family friendly, which, which is seems like a weird right, right. attempt. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, hey, whatever. I'm sure, all the wrestling fans are loving this shit. Yep. Competition breeds excellence. Yeah, and while uh, since um, no NASCAR today because we had a. A night race last night. Vroom, vroom, nigga, nighttime. Action-packed Saturday night. Uh, before we get into the race, did you hear about Dan Earnhardt Jr.? No, what'd he do? He didn't do shit. Oh. Um, his plane did. Uh, so, apparently his plane was, uh, during a crash landing, it went off the runway, and it ended up on a Tennessee highway. Oh. Um, and it was like, yeah, it was a fiery crash. Uh, it, it was him his wife, their one-year-old daughter, two pilots and a dog were in, on the plane when it crashed. Um, apparently it bounced multiple times while trying to crash land. Uh, the landing gear gave way and they like fucking slid however long it was until they hit the highway. They didn't hit any cars. Apparently, luckily, uh, there was, I guess there was a school not too far up the road from where they crashed. Wow. And it was just letting out. So, like, there was no cars, no school buses or anything happened to be on the road. So, and um, apparently everybody was okay. Uh, they took Earnhardt. All the reports were about Earnhardt saying that they took him to the hospital and he was released the same day. I'd assume that was the same for everybody else. I mean, maybe the pilots got a little more hurt since they were up front. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, from what I'm, everything I'm seeing, everybody was okay. Holy shit, man. And I didn't actually watch the race, so I don't know if he was able to go to announcing. I would assume he took the day off, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure. I didn't I didn't get to watch the race last night because I was watching the fights. Man, that's crazy as shit. But yeah, so uh, we had the Bass Pro Shops NRA night race for Bristol Motor Speedway in Tennessee. Um, stage one winner was Kyle Larson in the number 42. Stage two winner was Kurt Busch in the number one. And um, winning the race was Denny Hamlin in the number 11. Uh, second place was Matt Benedetto in the number 95. Third was Brad Kozlowski in the number two. Fourth was Kyle Busch in the number 18. And in fifth was Chase Elliott in the number nine. Uh, so apparently, Benedetto had passed Eric Jones on lap 388 and was able to hold that position for like 90-something laps. Wow. Um, he lost a lot of his lead trying to put Ryan Newman a lap down, who was the last car on the lead lap. And because of that, Hamlin was able to catch up and then pass Di Benedetto with 11 laps to go and then hold on for the win. Man. Yeah, so a heartbreaking loss for Di Benedetto, especially because he found out that he's not coming back to his team next year. Oh, really? Yeah, they announced, at some point this week they announced that uh, he's he's not coming back to drive that uh, fucking was it the number 95 car for uh, it's a Toyota. I forgot what team he's on. But yeah, uh, but yeah, so playoffs are coming up. Um, everybody's scrambling to try to make that top 16 for the playoffs. Uh, as of right now, uh, we have Kyle Busch leading that. Um, then Joey Logano. Danny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., Kevin Harvick, Brad Keselowski, Chase Elliott, Kurt Busch, Ryan Blaney, Alex Bowman, 
Kyle Larson, William Byron, Eric Almarola, Eric Jones, Brian Newman, and Daniel Suarez are in. And then just outside of the playoff bubble is uh, Clint Boyer, Jimmy Johnson, and Paul Menard. I'm not sure how many races are left before that cutoff. I think there might be one or two more. I may be wrong on that, but yeah, it's getting close. Tight. Tight, tight, tight. Yeah, so that was uh, Bass Pro Shops and our Ray Night Race. Bang, bang, bang. That's Pro Shops. Bang, bang. Ah, bang, bang. I see what you did there. NRA. I get it. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, it's the biggest fucking stores. Like, some of the biggest stores in Colorado. Fucking Bass Pro you Shops. Know, when I was out there visiting you guys, I was going to ask to go to one. Because I've never been to a Bass Pro Shops. But we could am I going to buy at Bass Pro Shops? Bro, it's an experience, dog. They're so big, you don't have to buy anything. I know. That's why I want to check it out. Because <laughs> I know they have so much crazy shit inside that's, like, non-retail related. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I figured, what what's the fucking point? I mean, we totally would have went, so. <laughs> cool. next, next time. time. Yep. Next time. My next, next trip. <laughs> oh, shit. Word. Word, word, word. All right. Okay. Got some birthdays. Check them out here. Birth- birthdays was the worst days. Now we sip champagne when we thirsty from the 13th. Through the 18th of August. Okay. Nobody I know oh. on here. Psych. Demarcus Cousins. I, I got one for the 13th. Who? Alfred Hitchcock. He's not a sports guy, but cool. Happy birthday, hey. Alfred. Hey, I'm a horror freak, so. That's cool. I'm, I'm down. That's I appreciate boy. it. I appreciate it. This is also a pop culture podcast, so it's appropriate. Yeah, and I just Googled celebrity birthdays. I didn't Google... Sports celebrity birthdays. It's fine, guy. Demarcus Cousins, nineteen ninety. When was Alfred Hitchcock born? Eighteen what? Uh, that would be eighteen ninety nine. Oh shit! Right at the turn of the century. Crazy, crazy. Oh, I have a trivia question here. Who was the shortest player in Major League Baseball history? I'm gonna say Dustin Pedroia because that's the only shorty I know. Oh, yeah, I have. I mean, I doubt it's going to be Dustin Pedroia. It's probably going to be some dude from, like, the fucking 40s. Uh, 51. Holy shit. How mm. short was this dude? Wow. First off, who was it? His name was Eddie, Eddie Gadel, G-A-E-D-E-L, Gadel, Gadel. Shortest player in Major League Baseball history. Uh, oh, God, three foot seven inches. What? Three foot seven inches, bro. Holy shit. What was he, like a second baseman or a shortstop? Hold on. Let me fucking read this shit here. St. Louis Browns owner Bill Vex sent Gadel to bat in the first inning of the second game of a doubleheader, which the Tigers won. Sportsman Park, blah, blah, blah. Wearing a small Browns uniform, barring the number one-eighth. Wow. He had number one-eighth, bro. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's fucking Holy hilarious. Holy shit. Gato left off as, as pinch hitter for Frank so-and-so. He walked Gato on four pitches, and Jim was sent into pinch run. The American League took a dim view on his publicity stunt and voided his contract the next day. He never appeared in another game. Wow. Wow. That's crazy as shit. Yeah, that is crazy. Damn, that's fucking crazy. 3-7. Holy shit. Number one, one eighth. 
Number one eighth. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. His number was a (laughs) fraction. That's fucked up. (laughs) Oh, God. On the 14th, we have Magic Johnson, 1959, and Julian's favorite quarterback, Tim Tebow, 1987. (laughs) Just kidding. Well, Tim Tebow's currently a baseball star. Oh, yeah. I know. Weird. Is he still lighting it up for the Mets and like their minor league shit? The minor league shit, shit. yeah, some shit like that. Uh, On the 15th, we have Gene Upshaw, 1945. I don't remember what for, where he's from, but I do know that name. And Carl Edwards, 1979. He's a racer, right? No. Carl Edwards, isn't that. uh... No, yep, that is a racer. Come on, nigga. I was thinking of uh, the fuck was that dude's name? He used to play for the Red Sox. Fucking back kick that catcher, that catcher right in the face. Ah, fucking uh, Carl Ustrinsky. No, sir. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, whatever. But yeah, Carl Edwards is a NASCAR racer. On the 16th, we have Christian Okoye. I want to say he's a basketball player. Uh, 1961, and Ben Coates, 1969. I believe he was a tight end on the Patriots, or was he a running back? Can't remember. Can't remember. But Ben Ben Coates. On the 17th, (laughs) Dustin Pedroia, 1983. (laughs) The laser show. (laughs) That's fucking dope. Uh, Jorge Posada, 1971. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. Holy shit. We're getting old. And uh, Christian Leitner, 69, basketball. Uh, On the 18th, we have the one, the only, Roberto Clemente, 1934. Nice. And uh, Jeremy Shockey of the Giants of New York, 1980. Ooh, this is a cool trivia question. You know what? I'm going to read it because we might not do this one next week. Who was the first black player in the NHL? Hmm. Oh, fucking. Oh, my God. Of course, I'm going to forget his name right now. I can see his face. <laughs> God damn it. He played for the Bruins, too. Mm, so, yep. Yeah, his game's on the money. Fuck. Starts oh, my God. I can't think of his name. Starts with a W. Uh, I'm spacing. I know exactly who it is. I'm like, I can see his fucking face, Willie? but I can't think of his name right now. His name is Willie. Um, Willie O'Ree. Willie O'Ree. Yeah. Yes. Fuck. Fifty-eight. Nineteen fifty-eight. Tight. Thanks, Willie. Appreciate you, bro. Still don't fuck with hockey. Where Canadian was he? A Canadian black dude too. Oh, is he? Hold on, let's see. I'm pretty sure he was. Blah, 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 Yep. A native of Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada. Yeah. Damn, he was 23 when he got signed. Yeah. Damn, yo, they, they signed those guys. Young as shit in hockey. Oh, dude, you can get signed as a teenager. I know, bro. That's fucking insane. It's like uh, yeah. those European soccer leagues and shit where they, like, basically steal your kid and... Yeah, like fucking... Um... <laughs> Uh, Bobby Orr was signed as like a fucking 
like a 14, 15 year old kid. Fucking insane. Yeah. Basically just buying the rights to them. That's all it is. Right, exactly. You ain't playing nothing nowhere. You can't ride bicycles anymore. It's like, okay. Fucking, uh... <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all we got, I believe. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's all I got. Word. Make sure you follow us all collectively on the internet at TMS Report. Stay tuned on how you can win this new Slipknot album with the song that's playing in the background right now. Actually, every song that was played during this is off the new album. Um, stay tuned. We're going to post about that. Follow Julian on the internet at Julian C. Mitchell because that's his name. Skane. At Skane44 because that's not my name. Because that's not his name. At Skane44. But that's his fucking handles. And I'm at the Beatnik. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back possibly next week. Moving locations. So we'll see how that goes down. All right. Peace.